Welcome to Haven Today at Christmas Time. A few years ago, my wife and I attended a Christmas concert. We don't go to a high church, but we relish high church music at Christmas time. It was a brass ensemble from a major city symphony orchestra. There was a world class organist who was a follower of Jesus. There were the traditional carols, and the audience sang along. There were more obscure classical Christmas pieces with biblical roots, Bach and Handel. There was secular Christmas, Jingle Bells, White Christmas. But then there were the comments by world class musicians in between. Christmas is about family, it's about love. Good words, but words that got me thinking. What is Christmas? Where does Christmas joy come from? Isaiah gives us the answer true joy. Joy we need comes from God sending His Son, the Messiah, wonderful counselor, mighty God, Prince of Peace. Joy comes from Jesus at Christmas. Let's sing joyfully this Christmas season. I'm Charles Morris, and speaking of singing, we're in a series this week called A Weary World Rejoices. Maybe you heard our full interview with Fernando Ortega yesterday. And with the help of Fernando, we're thinking about famous Christmas carols on the program this week. It just seems like the right thing to do. You might be weary. You might be busy. Maybe you're even alone. But singing the carols of Christmas can cause us to rejoice in the good news that he brings to us all. In a moment, we're going to hear and talk about the carol called Come Thou Long Expected Jesus. And I realize this isn't the most famous or even the most popular Christmas song ever written. In fact, I wonder how many people could sing it from memory. But it is a song filled with hope and filled with Christ. So stay with me to hear it as it will be sung for us by Fernando Ortega, and he'll share some helpful insights about it as well. And then after the program, I'll share with you how you can get a copy or multiple copies of his album called Christmas Songs. But first, today is a special day. It's Giving Tuesday. And as countless people are observing this day of generosity by giving to nonprofit organizations around the world, I want to ask if you'd consider making a gift to Haven Ministries. In 1934, we went on the air as a Christ-focused refuge that offered hope to a troubled world. And all these many years later, we're still a haven of rest from the conflicts and uncertainties of our day. We recently received these encouraging words from my friend Louise. The Bible teaches wherever you're getting fed, whatever's ministering to you, you should give to. So that's why I started giving. But as the years have gone on, my trust in the integrity of the people that work at Haven and the whole focus of their ministry has just grown and grown. And I just love being able to contribute to that. And the fact that it's all centered around Jesus is a message that the church needs to hear and the world needs to hear. Louise, thank you so much for your kind words and for all your prayers and gifts through the years. So this Giving Tuesday, we're asking friends like you to help us raise $74,513, exactly 10% of what we need to raise by the end of the year. Will you give now to help us start this season of giving strong? 
Your partnership allows Haven Ministries to be a beacon of hope for hundreds of thousands of people. Your generosity will provide hope through the different outreaches we have, like Haven Today, the radio program you're listening to, our Anchor Devotional, and our Spanish-language broadcast, primarily into Cuba, called El Faro de Redención. You can make your Giving Tuesday gift after the program by calling us at 800-65-HAVEN. 800-65-HAVEN. Or you can make your Giving Tuesday gift today at haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. Now let's hear some Christmas music. Fernando Ortega and the song we're going to be thinking more about today, Come, Thou Long-Expected Jesus. Come, Thou Long-Expected Jesus, born to set Thy people free. fears and sins release us let us find our rest in thee Israel strength and consolation hope of all the earth thou art 
It was written by Charles Wesley, one of the main figures in the First Great Awakening, alongside his brother John and their friend George Whitfield. Come, thou long-expected Jesus. Sung for us today by Fernando Ortega from his Christmas song CD that we have for your gift to the ministry. A lot changed during the life of Charles Wesley. He saw the French and Indian War and the American Revolution. He helped begin the Methodist movement in the Church of England. He was a missionary to the colony of Georgia. But most of all, he helped change much of the church's music. In fact, it's hard to believe, but it's true. Charles Wesley published more than 4,500 hymns in his life, and we still have 3,000 of them. But I must say, Come Thou Long Expected Jesus is one of my favorites. It first came on the scene in 1744 when it was published in Wesley's hymnal, Hymns for the Nativity of Our Lord. This little collection of Wesley's songs was so popular that it was reprinted 20 times before Charles died in 1788. Do you remember the words? Here's the first verse. Come, thou long-expected Jesus, born to set thy people free. From our fears and sins release us. Let us find our rest in thee. Israel's strength and consolation, hope of all the earth thou art, dear desire of every nation, joy of every longing heart. I think I can nail down why this is one of my favorite Christmas songs. It captures the sense of longing we find in the Old Testament. Really, if you start reading in Genesis and go all the way through Malachi, you'll realize something. Israel was still waiting. God had been faithful. The Lord had kept his promises, but not everything was fulfilled. They were still waiting for the Messiah, the Savior, the one who would redeem them, not from slavery in Egypt, but from sin and condemnation. Wesley knew that. He was an avid Bible reader, and as a believer in Jesus, he knew the entire Old Testament pointed to Christ. We often say that at Haven Today, we Love to tell the great story that's all about Jesus. Wesley may not have ever said it in those exact words, but that's what he believed as well. I think this song and O Come, O Come, Emmanuel are the best examples of what the faithful Jewish believers would have felt between the Old and New Testaments. Imagine with me that you and I are alive back then. We're Jews and we're living in Judea. We go to synagogue on Saturday We think about Torah as we work through the week. We make our pilgrimages to Jerusalem for the feasts, bringing our sacrifices. And we know the promises that God made to our ancestors, to Adam and Eve, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to King David. You and I know God is one to keep his word. He is completely trustworthy. But here we are still waiting. This first verse of Wesley's hymn would be something you and I might sing as we worked in the Middle Eastern sun outdoors. Come, thou long-expected Jesus. I asked my friend Fernando Ortega a few days ago to help us think through the message of this song. Let's talk about one of those songs on your Christmas songs album, Come, Thou long expected Jesus. Right. So this, so this is traditionally a an Advent carol, 
Advent being the time, the four weeks before Christmas, where we we sort of remember and have solidarity with the people living in the world before Christ was born. Mm -hmm. And there was a longing for the Messiah to be born and, and this mystery surrounding it. And then it's a time now, it also, Advent is also a time where we think of a longing for Christ to come back and make everything right in the world and establish his kingdom as we've, as we've talked about before. It's traditional to sing it in the church that I was brought up in as an Advent carol. And so I love it. It, it, You know, I love the, these words of longing. In a way, Fernando, it's an invitation carol, isn't it? And I don't mean an invitation hymn to walk down the aisle and profess faith in Christ. It's this invitation that's thrown out there for all of us to pray together. And I don't know, you could also take it as a second coming hymn too, couldn't you? And not just come for the Advent, the first birth when Christ came to earth, but his return when he comes back for the second coming too, I believe. Yeah, I think Advent covers both of those, or doesn't cover, but we think of both of those themes, uh, the birth of, of the Messiah, waiting for the Messiah to be born, and then and then the second coming of, of Jesus. Mm. You know? both, both, both of those ideas are important in the season of Advent. Mm. Something to do at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Look back, look forward. Christ is coming again, Maranatha. There we go. Amen, <laughs> Amen yeah. Fernando. This is Haven Today with Fernando Ortega talking about the carol originally written by Charles Wesley, Come, Thou Long-Expected Jesus. I wonder how often you and I think about that. When we sing Christmas carols, we aren't just singing about Christ's first coming, because if he doesn't come back, then the promises God made won't be completely fulfilled. We have hints of that in the second verse, Born thy people to deliver, born a child and yet a king, born to reign in us forever, now thy gracious kingdom bring. By thine own eternal spirit, rule in all our hearts alone, by thine all-sufficient merit, raise us to thy glorious throne. These are the kinds of things that Christ began 2,000 years ago but he won't bring them to their completion until the end, the last day, the new heavens and the new earth. That's really what Charles Wesley was writing about. Did you hear the four places in the song where Wesley used the word born? Every time we hear that word, we see another aspect of the mission of Jesus. Born to set thy people free. Born thy people to deliver. Born a child and yet a king, born to reign in us forever. This reminds me of what we read in Matthew chapter 1. An angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. That's why Jesus came, born to be our Savior, a substitute to set us free, to deliver us, to rule over us, and in us forever. That is our Savior. That is our God who's with us. Did you know that there 
or two more verses to this song? They weren't written by Charles Wesley. The original only had the two stanzas. But in 1978, a man named Mark Hunt doubled the length of the song. These are the lyrics that Mark wrote. Joy to those who long to see the day spring from on high appear. Come, thou promised rod of Jesse, of thy birth we long to hear. Or the hills, the angels singing, news, glad tidings of a birth. Go to him, your praises bringing. Christ the Lord has come to earth. Come to earth to taste our sadness. He whose glories knew no end. By his life he brings us gladness. Our Redeemer, Shepherd, Friend. Leaving riches without number. Born within a cattle stall. This the everlasting wonder. Christ was born the Lord of all. I can't speak for you, but I think these two verses are a wonderful addition to the old classic by Wesley. They really capture the spirit, not only of Charles Wesley's thoughts, but of scripture in which he was steeped. They show the expectation and hope that the people of God had for a savior. Yahweh, the promise-keeping God, would not abandon them, and he didn't. Their cause to rejoice is the same as ours. Jesus has come. He has fulfilled the Lord's promises. And this is why the Apostle Peter could preach to his countrymen on the day of Pentecost, saying, Fellow Israelites, I can tell you confidently that the patriarch David died and was buried, and his tomb is here to this day. But he was a prophet and knew that God had promised him on oath that he would place one of his descendants on his throne. Seeing what was to come, he spoke of the resurrection of the Messiah, that he was not abandoned to the realm of the dead, nor did his body see decay. God has raised this Jesus to life, and we are all witnesses of it. Exalted to the right hand of God, he has received from the Father the promised Holy Spirit, and has poured out what you now see and hear. No Christmas, no Jesus, no salvation for sinners like you and me. That's why we celebrate. That's why we sing carols and give gifts and do all of the other holiday things we do every December. God the Son took on flesh. He came to earth and was born of a virgin. Jesus, the long-expected Savior, finally came. And we still expect him. He came once. He lived and died and rose again for us. And he is going to return. And so we can still sing, Come, thou long expected Jesus. That's still our prayer. We thank God that Christ came. And we pray that Christ Jesus will come again soon. We expect him. He's promised to return. He'll come the second time just as surely as he came the first. He's our Savior. He's our King. He's our Jesus. Jesus, King of angels, heaven's light. Shine your face upon this house tonight. No evil come into my dreams. 
of heaven, keep me in your peace. Remind me how you made dark spirits flee. And spoke your power to the raging sea. And spoke your mercy to a sinful man. Remind me, Jesus, for this is what I am. The Fast beyond the stars, but you are mindful when a sparrow falls, and mindful of the anxious thoughts that find me, surround me, and bind me. original Christmas song by Fernando Ortega from his Christmas songs album, Jesus, King of Heaven, here on this Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris. As I mentioned when we opened our time together, this is Giving Tuesday, a special day created to bring attention to nonprofits like Haven Ministries. We began in the middle of the Great Depression in 1934 as the Haven of Rest. Our founder went by First Mate Bob. And Paul Myers wanted the ministry to be a refuge for a troubled world. And all these many years later, we're still a haven of rest for so many around the world. Like Linda in Illinois, who wrote to us and said, Thank you, thank you. 
for all of your encouraging words and wise counsel from God's Word throughout the years and the decades. We truly appreciate the insight and biblical teaching to always keep our eyes focused on Jesus. It really is, and always has been, all about Him. And Karen in California wrote to us and said, I've been listening for over 20 years. Haven has been my haven of rest in all my storms of life and been my anchor as I clung to Jesus Christ. So on this Giving Tuesday, I'd like to ask you to partner with us to be a beacon of hope for hundreds of thousands of people like Karen and Linda. And your generosity will provide hope through the different outreaches we have, like the radio program Haven Today that you're listening to, our anchor devotional, and our Spanish-language broadcast called El Faro de Redención. We're asking friends like you to help us raise $74,513, exactly 10% of what we need to raise by the end of the year. Will you give now, today, to help us start this season of Giving Strong? You can make your Giving Tuesday gift by calling us right now at 800-65-HAVEN, 800-65-HAVEN. Or you can make your gift online at haventoday.org, haventoday.org. And if you've enjoyed the Christmas music you've heard today with Fernando Ortega, we have his Christmas song CD for your gift as well. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow when again together we'll share the great story at Christmas time on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Who am I? Who are you? It's a question we often find ourselves asking. At the end of the day, what or who am I? There are a lot of ways to answer that question. Biologically, you're a human. Vocationally, you're a doctor or a salesman or a postal worker. But what about spiritually, theologically? First, John 3 gives us as clear an answer as any. You're children of God. That is what you are. Adopted as children, out of a sinful state, and into the gracious love of the Lord. Adopted as children, part of the Lord's family. That's who you are in Christ. Welcome to the table as a guest of honor when he comes again. Spend more time with Jesus. Visit GetAnchor.com.